What's, what are you thinking right now? Go. I, I want to pet you because you're wagging. Oh. You're wagging and wagging and wagging and wagging and wagging okay. and wagging. Uh-huh. And, and uh, what is your safe word? And what is your safe word? Wag, 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 wag. Don't laugh over the opening. <laughs> Welcome back to What's Your Safe for Now, ma'am. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... We're just having a good time. The Sex Education Podcast. <laughs> and the puppy's drunk, apparently. I, this um, is seltzer water. <laughs> and even if it was like... Then why are you, you mumbling? Get... Okay. I was just being funny. It, we're the... the, the what, what, what's our tagline? <laughs> really? You're going to give me a hard time about mumbling? <laughs> And today, we've been doing this for like seven years, eight years. And I still don't know what it is. How many years? Honestly, we're social in our media. fifth season of podcast. Let's just get right into it. Okay. Let's just get right. Oh, okay. is it? Yeah, it's season five of the podcast. Mm-hmm. The YouTube never had seasons, but I feel like if it's it had doing seasons. It for seven years, though. Yeah, it'd be like seven seasons, you oh know? God, getting older. And much like the seasons and the content that we make, things change. Now, this last week, as this is going up, something big changed on social media. And I feel like that's why that plus our anniversary coming up of what's a safe word, mm-hmm. plus the fact that social media is literally our job, mm-hmm. plus Twitter's getting a little bit more musky, which usually I'm not against, but um, <laughs> daddy's already wringing his hands over here with opinions. He's going to explode. Y'all, if, you help, if you're under a rock... You haven't seen literally everyone yelling and screaming and arguing and putting their two cents in. Mr. Elon Musk has just purchased Twitter. Yeah, nobody's talking about Ukraine. Interesting, right? Right. Interesting how all of the... <laughs> so uh, my quick hot take on this, uh-huh. I don't think that billionaires should own f- tools of free speech, especially billionaires that are kind of problematic at times. Um, especially billionaires who have said really weird shit on well, other he, podcasts. He doesn't know what free speech is. He just wants <sighs> his speech to be well, free. <laughs> okay. And so these, again, these are our opinions about the musky of it all. But today's episode's really going to get into like social media, answering your questions, and maybe talking about what we've learned over the years. Mm-hmm. The first thing we've learned is that free speech is not always free speech. Um, you could be following the rules on a platform. You could be yelling free speech, but if the platform finds you problematic, doesn't like you, or wants to make money in a way that does not align with how you are trying to make money, you're banned. You're banned. You're suppressed. You're hidden. You're shadow banned. Demonetized. We've been fighting this for years. The other thing that we do know about free platforms like this that host your content, they, they, allow you to host your content on their pr- platform is they change on the dime this has happened over and over and over and over they change the rules as they grow uh, usually porn gets kicked off at some point porn is usually what grows them to be as big as they are tumblr and then uh blogspot um, instagram My- instagram used to be so pornographic myspace remember that even Facebook kind of had its pornographic sort of sexy faces. Yeah, I, I, I do the social media for uh, uh, Mr. S. Leather. And seven Yourself. years ago, we used to put we put uh, ball gags, bondage, all sorts of underwear on Facebook. But never like a penis. And that's just no, it. It's like We didn't do full sex, but we did BDSM. King, you King, did King Light. Yeah. You know, and it was like, obviously the pictures are sexy, but it, it it's like, that's where you start having the argument of like, well... Is it porn? Do you know porn when you see it? How do you define porn? How do you define kink? You know, and it, it piggybacks off of the last episode we had where we're talking about like kink at Pride. Like, you can be a kinkster, you can be a person, but you don't always have to be overtly sexual. And how people view what content you're doing is going to be with their own contextual gaze. And I'm not just talking about the gaze, you know. <laughs> Sure. But you know what I mean, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we see it on YouTube all the time. And we just had a, a video last week that was age-restricted. And I honestly don't know why. Well, every week you put up the same video multiple times. And sometimes the same video will be banned or greenlit or... It, it, yeah. it gets a different rating every time you upload it. So, for instance, there's a video that is coming up this week where we test Etsy toys, pretty much. Mm-hmm. We, te- we test different kinds of toys from different platforms because they're silly, ridiculous, and they're on lists all over the internet. 
of like the most ridiculous toys, you know? And so it's the same video. I uploaded it three times. One of them doesn't have an ad read in it. I just wanted to see if the ad read maybe kicked it. And one of the multiple normal videos with an ad read, with no censorship, no, with no like, we don't overtly censor ourselves. Totally fine. Their platform saw it as totally fine. There was no green, there was no red flags on it. And the same video, again, posted multiple times, other times, was restricted. It's the strangest thing. But all that to say, like, and I'm, I'm every, numb to it now because you tell me this every week. And I'm I like, know. And I'm sorry. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I, like, I, just, I just need to get out of like, my system sometimes. That was red flagged and there's no reason to it. And just, I'm like, uh-huh, you said this last I week know. too. And I just need to get out of my system sometimes <laughs> because it's so frustrating to be on a platform and see people that are literally doing worse. Now, I, I even, to my YouTube quote-unquote help person, was like, hey, here's this creator. I watch this creator. They're great. Their name's Moist Critical or Charlie or Penguin Zero One. It's the same person. But they post stuff like riding around on dildo ATVs. And it's literally a dildo that he's sitting on and it's an ATV. Or, and there's a video where he's talking about a bunch of sex workers, someone named Belle Delphine, which you have heard of but you mm. don't remember. And he starts putting on a, like a, a ski mask and a ball gag, pulls up a few dildos in the background fully monetized that video had ads mm -hmm. but if we were to do anything similar to that age restricted you know we'd get blacklisted on the website our next couple videos would do terrible because the algorithm hates us right and it's these double standards of like free speech but only for the people that are going to make the money for the platform sure is how that usually works so that when i see a billionaire buying a, a platform and yelling free speech and then i see the people who are rallying behind this person I feel weird because a lot of what they're saying seems fine, but then you look at their profiles and it's like, uh, it's very conservative or, you know, anti-feminism or anti-trans or anti-gay. It's just all these flags that generally I would see and be like, oh, I don't know if that person and I would get along. In a conversation? Well, not even just get along. The, their views are very pro problematic for our community. Um, and it is a big right-wing agenda uh, right now. And they're, they're doing it under the guise of free speech, right? Um, which sounds good. Yeah. Um, but, but that's not what they mean. But this is coming from speech. the same guy that... I, I, at least what I've read up on won't put in many billions of dollars to help try to stop world hunger, but will put in 44 or however many billion dollars to buy a social media platform that is dunking all over him. Well, and we need to we need to call them what they are, like we've been calling the Russian billionaires as oligarchs. This is basically what is happening mm. again. Um, and they want to control the media and the conversation. Uh, and what they mean by free speech really is uh, no rules for them. They want to be able to say whatever they want and control the marketplace. So when they say free, they mean free for them. So No, I, I, I hear you. I do. Um, and so that's where, like, my mind comes from when I see that kind of money being put back. I mean, even the people that work there don't like that. There's people talking about, like, starting uh, civil – no, not uh, – unions. I almost said civil I, unions. I, I, I doubt unions. he has I, – I doubt uh, he cares very little about the people who work there. Of course. <laughs> He's already – attacked the board of directors he cares more about people posting pictures of him a long time ago when he had bad hair or making fun of him to the point where he like tried to pay off some 14 year old to take down a photo that they had found and posted all over the internet that got retweeted everywhere and then when the 14 year old said no he like blocked the kid and like it's just it's childish behavior it's childish behavior for an adult so but what i'm interested in and where i don't really know where he stands is porn this is what oh. has this has not yeah. been a conversation about twitter and i was actually this actually surprised me when trump was kicked off of twitter and he threatened to take them down and stuff for me the obvious way to take them down would have been the free porn on twitter because that with the sesta fossa laws that is what 
that's what shut down every other platform out there. They took all, Tumblr being one of them, uh, they stopped putting porn up because it didn't fall under, they wouldn't be able to, if they were sued under Sesta Fosta. And I always wondered why Twitter was getting a free pass on this. Well, and well, I mean, if we look at parallels, like a large company buys a certain social media platform, immediately changes the guidelines to remove anything sexual or things that they see as a marginalized community that's not advertiser friendly. Tumblr, look at that's a very clear parallel there. So if they start to do so, what and they I, did with I, Tumblr, and I think Twitter was so large, and because they do make a lot of money from porn, but for me, what what's very interesting because I, I don't know how they age gate Twitter, um, but there is some extreme porn on Twitter as well. Well, and I, from what I've seen of Musk is one of the things he wants to do is make sure like you have a verified profile, which I'm not saying is a bad thing because in and order to what do you mean by verified profile that no, it's an actually a human and not a bot. But what I'm imagining is you know how they verify people on like OnlyFans to make sure they're a, a 18 up person with so illegal... you would have to put your ID. I don't know. That's just hmm. it. I don't know the specifics on that, but he said something about that, and that makes me think that there will be age gates in place. But age gates can be a good thing just to regulate content so that people well, that shouldn't see porn are. And that's why porn. I've always wondered how Twitter has gotten this yeah. pass because they don't have an age gate. Even OnlyFans is being attacked by credit card companies, um, and they were going to pull out of porn, or they tried to. Um, but again, you saw how that they, backfired. They couldn't. In they couldn't prove um age verification yeah um, well and so like it's a very weird area to be in but the second i say something like this makes me nervous you get a lot of questionable people in your mentions just wanting to argue with you mm -hmm. saying you don't care about free speech and not having not some of them will have conversations that are well-mannered it's but not a that lot i don't care about free so speech what i triggered. care about is having one person making the decision of what's free speech yeah, is. Yeah, makes me nervous. Makes me and nervous. knowing their background and the things they've tweeted out personally being problematic um, makes you worry about having one person control this. Yeah, no, and that's, that's where we stand. I, I, I feel it's appropriate for us to talk about because we've been blacklisted, shadow banned, and we've gone through so many hoops with other platforms that really don't care about the queer community. Oh yeah. The second I, that I'm, we're not monetizable, I'm guessing, I'm guessing nah. it, it once this happens within the end of the year, um, if it goes forward, and it's, oh, it's, change, already, it's changing it's day already. by day. Well, he could still pull out um, if he wanted to. He I can mean, still he back seems out. Like the type that thinks pulling out is going to problem like solve your problems <laughs> in certain areas. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it also could cause problems for his other company, Tesla, um, and he's having a Chinese. A problem with China right now, um, so we'll see. It's 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 changing every day. But my guess is porn is, and it's the last place for free porn uh, that out there. My guess is that will be coming to the end by the end of the year. And then what that means is, Twitter is now the last place for sex workers, especially OnlyFans, just for fans, for them to advertise what they're doing. So that's really going to impact the economy of sex workers. Um, and because there's no place for them that's free to advertise anymore. They, they've been kicked off of Instagram. Uh, Facebook, you can't do it. Um, so Twitter has been the last place for them to advertise, including myself. No, I get that. Yeah. But I mean, that's why it's important to make sure you're supporting your creators, make sure that you are following them on all the things if twitter goes down the, the drain gets too musky that's going to be unfortunate but like you know there are other platforms kind of we just got to make sure we keep and that's why like i've leaned into tiktok more recently i'm enjoying tiktok again yeah the restrictions are kind of bullshit when it comes and, to sex education and gays and gay shit and and disabled content mm. and i'm not talking about content they've taken down but like content that revolves around disability and education in that way or even people that are in their own terms are considered uh, fat. Mm -hmm. They've been very fat phobic, which I don't love. But 
it, it's at this point where every platform's evil in some way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so navigating that is tough sometimes, but you just gotta. And what it, it, I also feel like everything shifts every four or five years. We've seen it over and over and over. Uh, like you never use Facebook anymore. I do way less. I've cut down my Facebook usage by over half. Um, I've and, never and been I know happier you, mentally. <laughs> and I know your generation that. kind of just calls it boomer book. They don't they don't ever really use Facebook because it's never like heard the, it called that. I've never heard it called that. What do you mean? <laughs> but um, all but that to say what I, I am. I, and I've seen lots and lots of Twitter threads about this topic saying, well, we'll leave Twitter. We'll leave Twitter. Well, that ha that's a problem unto itself as well because if you just leave it then you're just leaving it for the right wings to use and then it just becomes a vacuum there's no opposing force um i don't it's know if that's a vacuum the, I, <laughs> it's already a vacuum no it is well no because i the people i follow um there's a lot of political commentary it's it's where i get a lot of info from our own president um it it is a credible news source, and a lot of things that are being called out about gerrymandering, uh, it is a bullhorn for the left as well. And th that's what they're trying to suppress. But it is a va You can't say it's not a vacuum. It's literally designed in such well, a way to Well, I mean, be a it's vacuum. a vacuum because you only follow the people that listen to you. And yes. you only see the recommended things that are going to align. They know everything about you. Yeah. They already know that you hate elon musk right. i'm sure they've already filtered out all the elon musk takes that aren't something you want to see and so that's why when you when you have crossover with some people that you don't agree with it gets weird mm -hmm. you know um and and it's just it's going to be an interesting couple of years on the the social media but again follow the people you like on the other platforms they do make sure that you're paying for content that you believe in and maybe you just need to get yourself uh educated educated yeah, do you have you ever, you ever educated yourself about bedroom things? With today's sponsor, <laughs> Educated. Now we're gonna do a video with them. I'm not even. I'm not gonna be subtle about it. We're gonna do a video with them soon where we really review. But uh, Educated is like the Netflix of sexual wellness. Mm. Do you like Netflix? I love Netflix. Do you like sexual wellness? I love sexual well, wellness. Then you better check out. Educated. Educated. Now, they are an online course platform with easy-to-follow videos, tutorials, bullet points, and class objectives all around everything sex and relationship. Can you do this from your bed? You could. Ooh. Yeah, you can do it from me. You can do it. <laughs> if I don't have to leave my bed, I'm good. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> well, you could you could do it kind of wherever you want. I would be maybe some some of the tutorials are a little more uh, hands on, yeah, or hands in um, than others. So be discreet if you're like you know around other people you don't want seeing it. But from straight to vanilla to poly to kinky, Beducate is a platform that you pay a subscription fee and you get access to all of their classes with down to earth instructors, bulleted lists of the objectives of a class, and it really gives you not only a sneak peek if you want, you can see the, like the full outline, or you can just dive right in. And that is with, again, reading material as well as video and hands-on step-by-step classes, like full-on courses that take anywhere from, I don't know, an hour to two to really dive into the topics. Cool. So now, did I mention it gets kinky? Ooh, they have a kinky bed? No. <laughs> now, Beducated offers a bunch of different kinky topics. Now, when you log on, it'll give you kind of a recommendation of the beginner stuff. But once you start using the platform, because algorithms are smart, as we've kind of talked about, it'll start recommending things in your wheelhouse that you might be interested in. And kink is also included. Like Whipping 101. Yeah, they have an impact play class. I forget the exact name. But the platform offers helpful tags. So whether you're looking for something that's more vanilla or LGBTQ, something about anal or vaginal, and even kink is a part of their tags. Now, a website that has a, any any website that has a class called Pleasing a Penis, I'm already on board for it. <laughs> so they give you a, a nice little percentage of what the, the class might be, and then you can dive right in. But from male-to-male -male pleasure to aftercare to topics that normally you just wouldn't even think about talking about, like navigating non-monogamy. Mm. Is that something you'd be interested in? That's a big one. How about... <laughs> How about lap dancing tie management and and polyamory i'm sorry say that again <laughs> <laughs> managing polyamory time uh, management yeah 
They have erotic spanking classes, lap dancing classes, oh. sex experiments for couples. Fisting? And for our rope enthusiasts. Yeah, there's a fisting class. Wow. There's even a, a really... Actually, I watched the Shibari class. I went through it and I found some stuff I already knew. But I learned a bunch of new terms and types of bondage like fudomoto. Fudomoto. I had never heard that before. Sounds delicious. No, it's a... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's an advanced leg tie. You've seen oh, it before too, but I didn't know it had a name. Never mind. I'll give you a leg. <laughs> so here's your reminder to never stop learning, no matter where you are learning. But if you'd like to learn from a place that we specifically believe in, check out Beducated today. You can use offer code Watts by going to the link down below in the description or beducated.me slash what's a safe word. And let us know if you try it out. Tweet us what classes you enjoyed because we're going to be reviewing some of them in a video coming up. And we would love to know your input. I can't wait. Thank you, Beducated. Now, speaking of getting educated, Daddy, Today's topic is mostly going to be us answering questions and talking about our own personal growth on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how you learned how to social media. Learned how yeah. to social media. That's a good one. Uh, I think it was... Thank I, you for affirming my question. It's <laughs> a very good question, Pup. Um, I learned it because I did uh, the marketing for a porn studio called Colt, Colt Studio Group. Um and I started that job back in 2004. And wow. so there was no Twitter in 2004. Uh, there was... There wasn't? No. Okay. Continue. Uh, there wasn't t- Twitter till 2006, 2007, I think. That, okay, you might be right. Um, uh, so uh, MySpace was the place oh we did God. most of it. And back then... Uh, I remember my inbox of emails would be flooded with people just sending me what you Friend would requests. No, oh. what you would call memes today. We used to email funny little mm-hmm. cartoons back and forth to each other so much so that I almost couldn't get work done anymore because email was hot. We would just <laughs> we would send those. Things. It's like a Twitter notification, but in your email. But in your email, um, and then it just kind of grew from there. I think uh, my first. I ran something called an affiliate program. Um, so we were trying to get bloggers, which was the new thing. I love the bunny ears. This yeah, like that. Bloggers, blogs. So <laughs> bloggers would review our porn. So to reward them, we would give them 50% of the membership that they would drive to our sites. Man, back in the day. That was called an affiliate program. There used to be a Mr. S affiliate. Club. I paid actual bills with my affiliate i know i did too so i was like oh this is pretty cool i should become a blogger so i started mrchristopher.com and started blogging all these porn studios and like kink.com i think i made like five thousand dollars one month just yeah putting up their images and telling people to go to kink.com because kink.com uh bound god started in 2006 yeah the kink affiliate program paid a lot of my bills oh my god kinky dollars was great so that's where I kind of learned and and back and then Blogspot caught on at of all the porn sites that were on it and kicked all porn off. Yeah. And now nobody uses Blogspot it's, anymore. Isn't that interesting how history repeats itself, y'all? Are you paying over attention? Over and yet? over and over. Blogspot, Tumblr. And so I pages. had to now now I had a successful website. I never went with Blogspot. I had a uh one that was in um, the Netherlands called Thumb Blogger, but and I heard of that. and they would host my pictures and I used it like Blogspot. It was a little, and that's I had to learn HTML code because sometimes to put the links in and to put your, it it was a See? little more pro- problematic. Um, oh. Not problematic, but harder. Oh, I, I, I had I had I had to know them? HTML code to blog. Yeah. Um, man, and that's what Blogspot did was took out the tweet. HTML. You think codes. you're so slick hitting tweet <laughs> with your little meme? I back in my day, I used Zenga. We used to I have to size the pictures with, yeah. with equals. Yeah, and da, 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 yeah. With with brackets, even brackets. I used to design. I used to design on Zenga. You could make your own like CSS and like color coordinate your codes and like text, and you could build little music players at the top of your page. It was very customizable. Similar to the blog spot, but more this was it was an earlier social media before I even used MySpace, I think. Mm-hmm. But you blogged, you posted pictures, 
It was very even odd. MySpace. You had to had to use HTML code. Yeah, you could do. And yeah, you could change your your you HTML. Change, and and if people you weren't with on the, their top eight, you weren't real friends. And people with really good MySpace pages ha- were because they knew how to change the code inside of it. Yeah, people yeah, charge for that cool. shit to make your yeah. stuff look cool. And a lot of early influencers came from MySpace too, in some yeah. ways, but. Where I really learned how to social media was by watching other people's social media. Like I didn't use the first the first time I had an influencer actually influencing me was via YouTube. It was watching people that were doing See, their I daily didn't catch vlogs. On to the, the YouTube uh, thing. You you taught me YouTube. Yeah, this is back when you could rate. Video. I was more you used blogger. to be able to rate videos, like give it a star. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, like you could do, and you could do video responses, and it was it was all boobs. It was just boobs, boobs everywhere. People with their boobs hanging out, you know. And and this was when the internet was unregulated for sex. It, yeah. Sex drove the traffic to all of these. Well, sites. it wasn't sexual. YouTube was always pretty good, but it was a lot of. There was generally what they were. They were like boob response videos to people to get attention from the creator you want. And that's where YouTube from. tried to come up with a kids channel to keep the oh, adult stuff off of it. Oh, they still haven't figured that they out. They still haven't figured that Elsa's out. Elsa's everywhere. Yeah. Spider Man doing terrible things. But it's it, it's in that and getting kicked off there, and that's where I learned. I I bought the Mister Christopher in all of its spelling, like seventeen different <laughs> ways you can spell Mister Christopher. Brand's important back then, and the best thing I ever did because um, now, as you get kicked off platforms, people still know your URL and can always go to them. or Google it. <laughs> so and it's cash. You go to a different you know? platform, and you, you know. yeah. Even those ca- caches don't last as long as they used nope. to either. It's so it's SEO is. A beast because I didn't back up. So my thumb drive or my thumb blogger blog just went away (laughs) overnight. Thumb blocker blogs. It went away overnight. Why? And they just shut down. And all of my stuff was on it. So I had to do a Google cache to find even just all my banners that I had and stuff. And thank God I did. Um, And that's where uh, I learned. These platforms will change sometimes without notice, kick you off. You are at the mercy of these platforms. And everyone always cries every single time. And I'm like, back up your shit. You need okay. it. So that that actually brings us to the next okay. part I want to talk about, which is what have you learned about from with or just around social media, whether about yourself or the content you've made over the years. I'm curious. Nothing lasts forever. Ooh. Everything changes. Yeah. And when it does, it's rapid and it is you <laughs> hopefully you have prepared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I mean we we are now, I, I think most content creators now just upload from their phone. Mm-hmm. Right. So if all those uploads are, disappear overnight, you, then what? You have to go back in your phone and figure it out. So I I put everything on a hard drive. Anything I upload, I do a copy to a hard drive. Oh yeah. So yeah. like I have backups of every episode. I I don't have dates, but I at least, I know where everything lives. I have backups of backups. I have computer hard. I have entire computers that are just like old footage and stuff. Just you know, sit in the side just in case, but. The things I've learned over the years, I'm trying to think like, first of all, always learn. Never be closed-minded. You don't know everything. And the second that you say that you know everything about a thing, someone's going to come out and be like, what about this? And you're going to look like a fool. You need to be open-minded and respectful with how you interact with people. And you're still going to be wrong sometimes. But I think that if I've learned anything, and what I learned on the internet was how to not get canceled. And no, I know (laughs) I try my best. And I say that not to be like, I'll never get canceled. I say that because I want to always make sure I'm respectful and that I'm never misconstruing or misrepresenting or causing harm to anyone. And that's just more so like I am a person that feels bad if I ever inconvenience someone. And from my years of watching YouTube before we even started, I learned so much from the bad shit people did Mm. and the things that you're not supposed to do that those were lessons that were helpful in making sure that we were always respectful in the stuff that we did. Mm. You know, even when I don't agree with someone, I don't make it about personal feelings whenever I can. And I try to make it factual. I try to make it critical. Um, The other thing I learned, 
your nudes you're, can't leak yeah, if I've, you post them yourself. <laughs> I've learned a lot about about that from you because I was not that way at the beginning. I'm very opinionated. True. And I'm like, it's my way or the highway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but that's the daddy in me. What? Well, that's something. <laughs> it's something in you. Um, I don't know if it's anything or nothing yet, but no. Uh, the other thing that I, I've learned is we think that these platforms are too big to fail sometimes. And oh, they will. There's always something new coming around the corner. Like you just said, you're leaning into TikTok. And that's what it, it's always like this shift. And it kind of happens pretty fast. Uh, people get tired of a certain platform or they change the rules so much that people go, Ah, okay. This is too much work. I'm gonna now. go over here then. Yeah, and do it. Um, well, and that's where you see different kind of adopters too. Early adopters and people that are in there on the ground floor. Sometimes, I mean, it's a gamble. It's mm-hmm. a gamble. And those people that you early might adopted, adopt something that won't grow. Yeah. Yeah. But the people that get in there and early adopt are sometimes they make the most gain. I'm generally not an early adopter of all things. I'm more of like that second wave mm-hmm. because I want to make sure that a platform is doing good things i want to make sure that it's yeah going to perform and i don't want to put my eggs in a basket if the eggs are gonna just rot immediately you know speaking of being sick don't talk to me about (laughs) eggs don't don't even don't even that's my tea today is don't even talk about what else have i learned about oh is that your tea that's my tea (laughs) and then we'll get back to the morning Okay, so some of you may or may not know that um, I <laughs> had to go to the hospital a few weeks ago <laughs> because I had really severe cramping. And I did a CAT scan, and they weren't completely sure what it is, but they said it's 80% this thing called diverticulitis. And I did the research on it, and it's not a good thing to have. It's extremely painful, and it happens with age usually. And they were did telling we me, "Did already talk about this? No, this wasn't a tea yet. No, if I just heard this story so many times. You've I... heard this story so okay. many. You've anyway. lived through it with me. I know. And so I, 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 that was worse enough. But continue. so, um, so, and part of it is there's little pockets in your colon that like food can get trapped in and then get infected so they say don't eat seeds and nuts and i had started doing protein shakes with a big scoop of poppy seeds every morning so i was like there's a few seeds in that it's probably poppy seeds getting trapped (laughs) that's can't be good anyway so i had to go on a liquid diet which is a whole nother thing that the puppy will berate me about don't do it uh beyonce can do it you can't Okay, so Beyonce I said, okay, I'll do the lemonade diet and lose no. weight while I do this. Well, citrus is also citrus bad. is also bad when you're trying to recover. And anyway, that's a whole nother tea. Uh, so I went a week on kind of liquid bland food, and then I had to go to smokeout, and my diet changed because I'm on the road and I'm like eating pizza and anything I want. And I'm feeling fine. It's great. Da, 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 da. So I come home from traveling, and. I made myself breakfast the first morning and took some eggs out of the fridge, made them, and almost immediately I started to feel this pain again. So I was texting the pig, and the pig was like, well, have you tested your eggs? And so I'm like, how do you do that? And he said, put them in a glass of water. If they float, they're bad because their gas is trapped. Well, I did that, and the egg immediately went poop to the top. I'm like... Oh, well, I had bought two flats of Costco eggs before Christmas (laughs) and (laughs) living by myself, hadn't gotten quite through those two, (laughs) those 48 eggs. For our (laughs) non-visible listeners, I'm just shaking my head for the next two minutes. I'm just shaking my head. So apparently... Eggs, even though they're in the refrigerator, can go bad when they're over four months old. And this is a learning lesson. And Uh um, put them in a glass of water to test if they're good. (laughs) If they float, they're bad. Okay, they're like a they're like a a a witch. No, that's the opposite. So the good news is I don't have diverticulitis. Thank God. I'm just eating rotten eggs. (laughs) And the bad news is that when he eats rotten eggs, he's not very easy to deal with. Oh my God, it was so painful. I get it and i feel bad and i'm so glad that we figured it out and we cracked (laughs) we cracked the system literally 
And you know who the butt of the joke was? The yolk? The butt of the yolk was? Oh, God. Me. <laughs> anyway, thank you for that tea. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Hey, and if you're trying to crack some eggs, maybe try out Manscaped. Because <laughs> <laughs> they won't crack. Say crack one more time. Crack. But hold on to those balls because today's sponsor, Manscaped, is sure to make sure whether you got balls or not, you're making sure to take care of that hair and get you out of a hairy situation. <laughs> Have you all started your spring cleaning yet? Maybe the carpets need cleaning, the drapes need a bit of dusting, or just the lawn needs a bit of mowing. Well, with today's sponsor, you are sure to not only get a good lawn mowing, but Get one of the best tools on aisle five that'll also apply towards your pants. But today's sponsor, Manscaped. To start off with your cleaning, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4. Point. Oh my God, you just listen to that. Ooh. And with the perfect performance package specifically from Manscaped, you're not only going to get the Lawnmower 4.0, but you can also get the Weed Whacker, which is a lovely nose and ear trimming kit, or maybe even the Shears, which is a wonderful travel toolkit for your nails to make sure that you're always filed down. With that Lawnmower 4.0, you're not only going to be able to see the weeds before you whack them, but it has an on-off switch that is travel safe, and it, it makes sure that you're not going to cause any unwanted nicks with some wonderful travel guards, and they're actually adjustable, so you can click it. And we're going to use some ASMR. Are you ready for a better hair care set? <laughs> and whether you're cleaning your hair down there, inside your nose, or getting rid of some of the bats in the cave, it's also important to make sure that you are reviving the hair, the follicles, the skin. You can use the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver, and maybe even get the ball wipes, which honestly, I was, honestly, honestly, I'm telling you right now, I was not sure what to expect. I used it and my balls were nice. Do you like nice balls? And brand new, you also have the Plow 2.0. I mean, I don't mind getting plowed, but it's actually a shaver for your face to finish up and make sure you have a crystal clean cut. And last but not least, the start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. So Manscaped has been partnering with the actual Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, making sure we're raising money for men's health and detecting cancer early. So Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common kinds of cancer for men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of the We Save Balls initiative. And as a puppy, we also love balls here. So smell nice and musky and possibly even the freshest you've ever been with Manscaped by using offer code WATTS20 at manscaped.com, getting 20% off, free shipping, and making sure you get that perfect performance package. Now back to the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> things that we've learned on social media. I I think that one thing I've learned just from kind of the culture around it is that you are always going to see the best, the happiest, the un the un yeah. like sad it's, it's, news from someone and you are allowed. I will I want to say before you go into it, before you get into it. Version. I just said before you get into it. You are allowed to edit yourself however you want to present yourself or a brand or pictures. If you need to face tune out a pimple, go for it, girl. If you need to to accentuate yourself just a little bit in the jawline with your face tune, like I don't use face tune, but you're allowed to do minor editing. But on that note, there are some creators out there that will cinch themselves, will add 10 like pounds to their ass, you know, like in a good way. They will mess, mess with every curve and make your face like a fucking sheet of just perfect crystal. Don't face, do that. Face tuning. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Okay. I, cr I crunch the colors. You, yeah, you edit the colors, like adjust the filters. You're allowed to do that, but please be conscious of like the message that sound sends people as well, because you could be adding to this this feeling of like body dysphoria or people that feel like they're not pretty enough because they see all these perfect people online. They're not perfect. Yeah, and you, you and and remember, you're seeing they're putting out them on their happiest. You're not seeing them while they're clipping their toenails. You're not seeing them while they're yeah. brushing their teeth, doing everything that you yeah. do in a day. Uh, you don't see them crying or miserable. They only put up the happy, shiny pictures. Exactly. And speaking of, you know, um, <clears throat> there are certain people... <clears throat> I get worked up. Why there are you certain looking at me people, when you say that? I did not, actually. <laughs> I was looking at a note I made about James Charles. Because case in point, people like that that are only in it for themselves are, you know, they have a brand, but it's all very fake. And I'm not just talking about the people. I'm talking about the photos and the interactions. Like, something I've learned, it is always important to fight for gay rights. Mm -hmm. 
but it's also very important to fight off the gay wrongs, and James Charles is one of those wrongs. Oh, <laughs> go off. Is this the pup tea? That's my pup tea. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's important that we we hold, on that note, like, hold yourself accountable. If you're going to do social media, you have to at least have enough of a backbone that when someone criticizes you, you can be like, hey, I see where you're coming from, or hey, here is what I intended to do. Here is my point. You know what? You're right. I'm wrong in this instance. Let's learn and go from there. Because someone that is able to grow as a person, at least in my perspective online, that shows that they're accountable, that shows that they're trying to be respectful, and that they can learn, is someone that I want to either have as a a role model or someone that I want to follow on a social media. And I think that a lot of people don't do that well. Well, you you were just talking on your last Twitch stream about uh, this person who uh, was offended? I, I forget he, oh, about something we let's did. Let's talk about that. And, let's talk about that. And your response was to go, "Okay, I see where you're coming from, but this is what it was really intended." And mine was like, "Block." So <laughs> that, that, that is the, that, that is such a glossing over. <laughs> Speaking of face tuning, you just face tuned that story. So back when Donald Trump was running for president, YouTube was talking about how they love the gays. It was Pride Month or something like that. But they were full-on running Trump ads on every video I was watching. Mm. And my critique was, hey, this is gross. I want to be able to block Trump ads. I don't want to watch them. I'll watch ads and support the creators, but I don't want to see Trump on the homepage every time I go in. And it's just gross. And I feel this is weird, and I don't think it shows pride. This specific person responded with, well, I have so much more respect for YouTube. Maybe you need to get over yourself. They literally said that. And I responded with, I think that this person, keep in mind, retweeting, blogging, loving all the porn star tweets. Mm-hmm. And they followed both of us and liked all of our stuff in the past. Like, I went, I didn't go into a deep dive, but I went to their page and it was all assholes and dicks and cum, you know? Yeah, no, I saw it too. Clearly a gay person. But see, I don't, I don't, because I know I'm not done. It's like arguing with the drunk. It is kind of, but I respectfully was like, hey, I don't think you understand where I'm coming from and you might need to work on yourself. This is kind of weird response from you. I don't remember the exact things I said, but I literally said, maybe you need to work on yourself a bit before we have this conversation. And their response was, well, you blocked them. You flat, yeah. flat out blocked him, and I, I don't. I don't blame you. It, I don't blame you. This is like log cabin Republicans. If they if they come for me, I'm like bye. I don't even engage. It's not worth yeah. it. It's like arguing with it. the drunk. I get it. They followed us though. They said they were LGBT. I felt maybe they were misconstrued or misaligned, and I was just like, hey, here's my you know loving. I'm putting up with you, but like I don't agree with anything what you said here. And they just posted a TikTok recently. I don't know why they went out of their way, but they posted a TikTok that was like so much for love in the lgbt community and it was a screenshot of what i said to them which was you need to work on yourself and (laughs) a screenshot of you blocking them (laughs) and in the comments people were like oh my god what did they what did you do are you okay (laughs) and so i just chimed in because someone tagged me in it and i was like hey fyi anyone in this thread this is literally what i said in response to them telling me to get over myself you're missing the context of them literally going on my posts and being very rude and they tried to respond and be like, well, no. Uh, but the other people in the thread were like, oh, well, <laughs> that, that what makes they sense. Said? Well, mm-hmm. they tried to, they, they, <laughs> it was just a really interesting way of like, people leave out context to play the victim. Oh, I know. Always look for both sides of a story before you make, and that's what I, you just got to be educated. Educate yourself before you make a knee jerk reaction online. I've learned that over the years. I don't have the time. I know you don't, and that's fine. <laughs> just, if like, someone's going to try to slander me, though, I'm going to make sure that I show them the receipts because I was never it. rude to them. They still follow me to this day. I did mute them so I don't have to listen to them ever again, mm. but I did not block them mm. because I didn't want to be mean or be seen as misconstrued or rude, which they literally were. And then they tried to paint us that way anyway. Anyway, I blocked them. I don't care. I, I get it. You know, and this is the difference between you and me. Absolutely. <laughs> what are some other things you've learned over the years? Um, everyone's got an opinion about something. Fair. Um, I have learned. What have I learned? That's a great question. Um, uh, if you stay H on M, you don't gotta get H on M. Wait, what? Have what's, you ever heard H on M? What's H on M? What do you think H on M stands for? Uh, think about it. 
but think like sexy when you think I'm about trying it. to uh himbo no. on <laughs> what not himbo <laughs> himbo on muscle no mm. what's another h word that might refer to sex hell what i mean what <laughs> what h word for sex um i love this game hello i don't know hello i don't know <laughs> h words what are h words uh help help <laughs> help i need help blank on main blank on main i'm trying to i want you to get the h word. on main blank on main is this pony play never on a main mind. never mind <laughs> horny horny on main horny oh, you've horny. heard this term before horny on main no what does that mean it means you start posting horny content you know you ever been a little buzz on main on your main profile. Oh. You ever get a little buzz I was thinking and you see someone sexy and they're clearly even sexier because you're feeling a little like, you know, titillated and you might say something like, fuck my pussy with a rake, mom. <laughs> okay. Never have I ever said that. <laughs> but... <laughs> I feel like I feel like drag going down a never very mind. weird. Never mind, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> no, I've never heard oh, of H and M. So I've heard of H and M. Yes, well, that's <laughs> the joke. That's never oh, mind. Okay. <laughs> um, another thing. I case in point. Case what? in point. Um, the generation before you will never truly understand your humor, and the generation after you will never truly understand your humor. Oh, I know that. The generation that you are born to, you can you can learn how to ticky talk, but it's because every generation has their own slang. I still will never understand like understand material girl. Like I get it, but I will never truly understand some of the memes that the kids these days are using. What's material girl? Exactly. Madonna? No. <laughs> Cuz that's my generation. See? Case in point. Case in point. Material. Never material. <laughs> Cause I'm a material girl. <laughs> yes, you are. Material. Yes, you are. Are there any other? Uh, I have some questions from people that oh, wanted us to oh, answer. Hit me. Let's do it. Hit you? No. Yes or no? I'm I'm getting mixed signals give here. Me, give me this generation's <laughs> material. <laughs> Is this material? Well, well, okay. Gaz actually asked, and this seems topical. Mm. What's the best way, in your opinion, to increase listeners of a podcast? Talk about topic events, like. <laughs> Topical things. Put Elon Musk in the title. Well, the, people will actually, probably listen to it. That's a good question because how do – where do you think our new listeners come from? Do they Social see media? us? Which ones? Exactly. Twitter? Twitter? Sure. Facebook? Sure. I know that people are – so promote your shit. Promote your shit. Mm. Don't take a shit and then promote that, it, but promote your stuff. That is my number one thing. Even because we're going to Darklands. I try to tag them today. They haven't put a single Twitter well, you, in a, you over a year. The, you tagged the wrong Darklands. Darklands Fest. I know you You didn't tag Darklands Fest in a thing. You, ta oh, no, you I, tagged I, some I lady it. named like Debbie. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was the first one because because it didn't come up. Poor right? Debbie. I know. <laughs> I've done that before. Like the Blue, Blue Bailey this. one told i asked him what his twitter profile because i was we did some funny little yeah. name and he said oh it's at blue bailey it, it was not it oh, was some kid in arkansas i never trust <laughs> i never like, trust i triple you would think he would know his own nope. social media no you they don't and and so but this is my other thing events gay organizations use your social media more well, we, and we use harped it on right. that last week we harped on that last no week. but it just drives me nuts promote we're giving quick tips here quick tips promote your shit use um, a graphic with date okay. time location okay yeah use graphics try different things um but DTL. also just make sure you're you're smart with how you tag something you title it if, if it's not a, an eye-catching or a grabbing title or image People aren't going to care. Mm -mm. And I even, I'll even call out like our podcast. I don't do as much work on our podcast imagery as I do as our YouTube stuff because our podca podcasts are not as visual. And I'm conscious that maybe sometimes our, our, our podcast images aren't great. But the titles I always try to make consciously SEO friendly so people mm. can find them. What's for instance, SEO? What? What's SEO? Search for, engine for optimization. Don't know. You didn't know either. Search <laughs> just, engine optimization. Just for our listeners who Get may, terms or may not know. That will help you stand out and do something that's a bit more niche, but that you are passionate about because no one will care if you're not passionate about it. You mm. know? Good good answer. Good, good, good answer. Good, 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 good. Stop yelling at organizations, though, please. We no, want, we want I just, like I, I'm trying to get them to pay attention. 
do it. I'm so tired of trying to tag them. Okay. 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 Get it. We get it. We get it. Um, how big does a YouTube channel have to be to get a special handler? Ask terrible Lotus. Like, <laughs> does a woodchuck chuck wood? Um, it's not about size. It's about the creator. Because what's YouTube, a special handle? Uh, you get someone who literally says, "Hey, cut out." 10 seconds here because you'll get age restricted if you don't. The people oh. that I literally have to argue with on a daily basis telling me that we can't have a handler because allegedly because we're inappropriate. I know people that are smaller than us in follower that have special handlers because they are monetized out the ass and they are more advertiser friendly. Do we have a handler? We don't. That's what I'm saying is we don't have one. Because what is a handler? I literally just told you. I just I, told I, you. I was. I was. I know. I, so I, we're not going back and answering. That no, question. tell me. <laughs> I, I, so I'm not going to listen to this again. Well, how about that? Okay. Well, <laughs> listen. To, listen here. Then. I'm listening. What are your top three favorite episodes? Of what? What's the safe word? Video it could be podcast or, podcast or any. Any. Answer okay. the question. How you feel? Answer the question, Claire. I wish you would. <laughs> um, I liked. The looning episode we did. That was lots okay, of fun. Okay, that's one. Um, I liked the hair shaving episode we did. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, okay. No, that was okay. a good one. Right. Um, and I liked the puppet theater one. Oh, I was going to say puppet for one of mine. Because <laughs> that you. one was fun. It was fun. Um, I will always love and appreciate our Wish series just in general. Because they were fun, we had a good time. That and they had the most. That's probably and our that's highest watch. Yeah, it was. It, we got like over a million views on that one. Not like definitely. We had like one point four or five, I think. Now, okay, I was trying um, not to be a braggart about and it. And then oh, no, I'm just I'm not bragging. I'm just saying it was a good video. I was being humble. And our first episode, your very first episode, yeah, because Aww. it shows growth. It shows growth. Uh-huh. I hate it, but I love it. You know, because I hate it because the quality is terrible. It's not scripted like we normally do now. It's not. It, but Wait, it our shows, shows are scripted. Shh, don't tell them. But our shows are are lightly scripted. Yeah, there's bullet I'm points kidding. that we're hitting. I know, but I'm saying seriously for people that might not know, mm. like we have ta- we do multiple takes sometimes of a thing we say because it's not perfect. Our <laughs> editor could probably show a full like like. I don't know thirty. And if you ever tried to minute, make me memorize a sentence, oh god. <laughs> Like super cut of us making mistakes would be hilarious, but also not interesting to watch. We oh put God. bloopers up on our Patreon all the time. Yeah, but those are the good bloopers. There's tons of bad bloopers that are just like nonsensical or don't make any sense. Us yelling at each other. We don't yell at each other. <laughs> We've kidding. never. Don't joke about I'm that. We never. Um, <laughs> cranky cub asks, "How do we defeat Sesta Fosta? <laughs> how do you defeat it? It's, <laughs> It's out of our hands now. I don't um, know how to go back. Nope. Next question. We, but we need to talk about the next one coming up. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. I know we do. And we will. We will. The Earn It Act. There's a bunch of shit coming down the bike. Hyacinthus. I hope I'm reading your name right. Asks, I'm interested on just where to start. I'd love to start content creation, but it seems overwhelming. Yeah, I'm, I am overwhelmed by that question. <laughs> where do you... <laughs> Just start. There we go. Just That's start, what I answered. Start somewhere. That's what I would have said. Choose the platform answer. you like and and are comfortable with and just start doing it. Because I, I get this from people who want to start an OnlyFans or a Just for Fans. And they're like, oh, I'm just I'm trying to create enough content so I can start one. I'm like, that's not how it works. You create the content as you go along. Just post something now or it's going to be a year from now before you ever get around to doing it. So... Post something now and get it started. Yeah, just start. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Um, that would be my that would be my first thing as well. Yeah. Don't you don't don't sit on it being like oh I don't have the right equipment. Everyone has an oh I don't have the right for not scripting. Starting. Oh I don't have it, the right editor. Learn to do it. We didn't know how to do any of that. We didn't know how to do any of that. Literally. This, this is like asking how do you start to exercise? And you, you just start exercising. It doesn't annoy me when people ask. But sometimes I'm just like, just do it because people will be like, well, you guys, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to brag. We have our shit together though. And we do a pretty good job. I think we're I want to pat we're ourselves on the back, we're, not brag. We're a good team. But, <laughs> but some people will it see is, us. It is funny. Some of the Twitter no, no, messages. Let me finish. Let me finish, okay, let me finish. Let me finish. Some people will see our stuff and be like, can you help me start? Right. What do I do? And I just uh, respectfully, I can't. That's and I. I was just gonna say that on Twitter, I get 
that's my number one asked question is I'm looking at getting into the porn industry. Where do I start? We started. We I'm did like, it. I we don't even know where to start to answer that question. <laughs> Can, contact a studio you like, send them your pictures and go from there. Yeah, because even like ES asks, how did you start YouTube? Especially with the content that you make. Me and my husband are thinking of going down a similar path um, to, but and would love to work with educators on the platform. But censorship is extra heavy. And you know what? <laughs> no shit. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yes, I am so sorry, but it's not a good it's not a it's not a good time to start a not safe for work or sex education anything no we're getting banned right and left right and left and it's only getting worse and i love that we're saying just do it and at the same time it's not a good (laughs) don't do it no no just do do it it. don't do it do it do it and i want to be very honest with and a very realistic answer do it it's gonna it's gonna be shitty it's gonna suck sometimes awful you're gonna hate it but do it it. it'll be so fun we're so we're so we're so back and forth I want to be very clear, though. We're, do it because you are so passionate. Right now. No, no, no. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Do it because you are passionate, uh-huh. because you want to do something fun and interesting and creative and help people. But do not expect that it's going to be perfect at first because we did it. Or monetized. Or monetized. We're or- we're very, very lucky because uh, thank you all our Patreons who support yeah. us. If, if we didn't have that, it's not we're not getting paid by YouTube. Uh, if we didn't have our Patreons, and we don't thank them enough, um, but that support, and that's why I like doing events too, is people come up to see and, people. and, and yeah. they tell you how much they appreciate what you do and ask how you're going to support. And my number one thing is just support us on Patreon. That is the best thing you could do. And, and okay, transparency. I'm trying my damnedest to do more and more stuff for our patrons, N- not just content, but like fun things that are coming down the pipeline. This is not my way of being like, you should do it. But like, I we try our damnedest to say thank you in every way we can. You know, we are just two people. We're doing our shit. But again, we would not be here. None of this shit would exist without Patreon. YouTube is our lowest income out of everything we do. Also, <clears throat> because we give advice, because we're sex educators yeah so people feel like they can ask us their sex questions all the time on all sorts of different media channels and my common answer to them is our patreons get our first response so i'm like i answer those questions on patreon (laughs) so if you're trying to hit me up on twitter or instagram messaging and you have a long diatribe of advice you need about you and your partner breaking up and your poly family family cool i always say a poly family cool poly family family cool uh i say go to patreon that's where i answer those questions Honestly, a lot of these questions, and I, I, we might do like a an actual anniversary episode. I think where we where we answer these questions because there's a lot, and I, I wanna, I wanna see even more of them answered properly. But they all revolve around like, how did you get started? How did you do sex education? It's so fascinating because everyone wants to do something like that. Well, it's interesting because you're the you're you're the the brainchild behind doing the sex education part for me i done sex work and directed porn and sex all my life mm-hmm. so in a way i've learned my education through just directing thousands of just people and porn just do it <laughs> and n- noticing the differences of everyone and everyone approaches sex a little differently because of personalities and to that point, yeah. that's how I learned. I I would be doing my day Born. job. No. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes and. Yes and. I was a sex educator. I'm porn. just saying. <laughs> I learned from the mistakes that I made through my life mm-hmm. that there are people like me that are queer, not just gay, not just men, that are queer and they don't know what to do with their sex. They don't know what to do with their identity. They don't know what to do until they make a mistake and they shit on someone's dick and then they're shamed and called wow, really, really fast. aggressive. Con- <laughs> no, I'm using personal experience. Like, I didn't know what cleaning out was. Oh, uh, sure. I had a boyfriend that's like, you just stick your finger up there with soap and go woo and twirl it around and then you're good. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. So when we stopped dating, like, I made mistakes. Yeah. And I did some stuff that was probably very, no, not probably, 
that could have been dangerous had it been a bad situation. I remember the cleaning out episode was probably the most watched at that time. It was. Time. Yeah. It, that is the first time we ever had a video get more than like a thousand views in a day. Mm -hmm. It had 14,000 views in two hours after we posted that. Yeah. We were on our way to a WoW Presents shoot and the video exploded. Yeah, we actually went to the Eagle in L.A. and someone standing behind us in line was like, oh, my God, you guys just did that cleaning out video. And Literally, I think that, that was day. the first time we were recognized that in person. Day. It's true. So, yeah. But all that to say that I we started this thing. It's not just me. It's it's more than me. It, it is us. It's a community because there were people that wanted and needed help and didn't know how to find it. There's plenty of people that were talking about sex before we came along. I'm not taking any credit for that. But I will say that they inspired me and showed me that there was a disparity for queer people. You know? Mm -hmm. There is. And unfortunately, fortunate, fortunately, we got under the radar enough that we, we established ourselves on a platform in such a way that they can't just get rid of us. Yeah. Because we're following their fucking rules, mm -hmm. even if they won't help us mm -hmm. to be better creators. We're, we're playing the game. We are playing the game. <laughs> and people that are coming along now, I I feel for them. They because won't, they I won't can't be able to grow like I can't did. give you the 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 pieces to get to where we are, but I can say that I want you to do that thing that makes you happy, that makes you feel like you are doing good, and that makes you feel visible. And, and I will retweet that shit, you yeah. know? I will I will I will I will support you. I'm if all I can. about supporting because we need those voices. We need more the more of us out there doing it, the the harder it is for them to get rid of us. Yeah. And yeah. we just need to be louder and keep 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 together. You we, know, watch each other's backs. Because if we don't watch each other's backs, nobody will. Exactly. And then YouTube just gets to come along. And if we don't do anything about it, we'll get to come along and say, you know what? You're too gay. You can't be on this platform anymore. And then we lose a platform altogether. But that's why it's good to diversify, to just do it, to not expect that something's going to take off. Because, again, we did not make any money on <laughs> YouTube for the first five, four years, four years. Four years in is when the Wish video did well. And that was the very first time I was able to see that our YouTube might have some monetary value to the point where I'm one day one day might be able to quit my full-time job and treat this as a full-time job. But YouTube didn't ever do that. It was Patreon that allowed no, no, us yeah. to do that. And then... And diversifying And sponsorships. Yep, we, we finally got enough followers that sponsors, it was worth them to pay. So, so yeah. thank you guys. I think this is the perfect way to end this, is just to say thank you. Yes. Um, if I don't say thank you enough, I'm sorry honestly because i this this content is possible because viewers like you as 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 corny as that sounds like we're no, not pbs it's our community it's, it's our com community supporting us to do this and i'm eternally grateful for it same yeah. so thank you patrons virtual visible hugs thank you very much people that don't and and, and to that degree as well if you can't monetarily support a creator retweet their shit they mm. see that mm -hmm. give them a like say thank you it doesn't take a lot and i'm not asking for you guys to do that to us but i'm more so saying like if there's a creator out there that you love just give them some love yeah. it doesn't need to be money but just give them some support you know because that at the, at the end of a long day where people are yelling at me to like go kill myself because i'm a gay that's clearly trying to indoctrinate and cause terrible things at pride a nice comment of like hey this video was just it made me giggle, and I needed a laugh today. That makes me feel like I'm doing my job. The other thing I'm bracing for, and I, I feel like it's going to come down the pike oh, at some, I don't like some point, because we're getting big, and we're getting known, and the right is coming for us. I'm, I'm talking LGBTQ. Oh, okay. Uh, not us personally, like, oh God, but because we have a microphone, they're going to be coming for us specifically at some point, and we're bracing for that one. So we, so we need your help and support whenever that happens. Don't forget to retweet this tweet. No, okay. <laughs> just, just, I just want to end on a, a light note. Uh, yeah. Not not the dark and gloomy, but just well, like a thing. I, I, no, no, no. We want to end on a light note. Ah! <laughs> and say thank you. Thank you. But also, tell you where you can find us. <laughs> Daddy, where can people find you if they want to just say thank you for being you? If you want to support my... Uh, 
business <laughs> in the naughty stuff, you can go to mrchristopher.com uh, or on Instagram, I'm Mr. Christopher Weston um, or patreon.com. Knowing your brand is really important too. I, so you can promote yourself. Yes. Um, you can find me everywhere at Pup Amp though. Just one, just one, all one word, Pup Amp. Pup Amp. Um, or you can find What's Your Safe Word, this podcast you're listening to right now on Patreon, video versions every week. You get it early. But you can also find us everywhere at What's the Safe Word. So thank you. Appreciate y'all. Patrons, thank you for making it possible for us to do this. Twitch people, thank you for watching the Twitch. YouTube people, thank you for sharing and watching the YouTubes. And just everyone else that follows our crazy sh- or our silly shenanigans. Uh, I just appreciate you. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. I love that you waved goodbye. It's a video. What do you mean? At <laughs> least I'm looking at the camera. You're, you're looking tell at you yourself in the camera. No, you're looking I at know. your... Why do you put the video over there? Put it's it easy under because, the camera. Because that's not my setup on my computer. I know. It's very difficult. I, I always look at myself. No, no. I'm the producer. No, I... I, I I'm so vain. You probably think this podcast is about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say a heartfelt thank you to the one person I couldn't do this without. But then he started badgering. Who's me, that? So. Ein. 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 He's back Ein. there. Ein. Ein. He's been there since day. No. <laughs> to you. Thank you, Daddy. You're thank very. You. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you more. Okay. Okay. Now, now, <laughs> now you're making it weird. Yeah. <laughs>